Welcome back to Deep Cuts, coming at you not live from the Jack and Jones Trader Studio, but still a part of the Electronic Media Division of CCM. My name is Jackson. And I am Steve. And we are so hyped to be back for another great semester. I would say great semester in the studio, but now the studio is my basement. But that's okay. <laughs> if you <laughs> if you are unfamiliar with Deep Cuts, or if you're returning and wondering how this format is going to be changed when we're online... Basically, what Deep Cuts is, is we are just trying to get unknown or lesser heard music out there on the waves, the radio. It's not radio anymore, but still out there into the world. Um, so each week we'll be taking a different theme or every a different week. genre. Oh, oh, I guess it is every other week now. <laughs> well, every other week. <laughs> and we will be exploring lesser known artists or lesser known songs from popular artists within those themes. So this week... We are muy excited to be bringing you Power Pop. Steve, Woo! would you would you like to explain to everyone what Power Pop is? I would be more than honored to. All right, guys. So according to Wikipedia, the classic Deep Cuts Wikipedia steal, Power <laughs> Pop is a form of pop rock based in early uh, music of bands such as The Who, The Beatles, The Beach Boys, and The Birds. It originally... Or... Ew. It originated in the mid-1960s as young mu music fans began to rebel against the emerging pretensions of rock music and developed mainly along American musicians who came out during the British invasion. This genre typically incorporates melodic hooks, vocal harmonies, and ener energetic performances and, quote, happy-sounding music underpinned by a sense of yearning, longing, and despair. The term power pop was coined by the Who's Pete Townsend in the 19 in 1967 to describe their style of music. However, the term became more widely identified with subsequent artists of the 1970s who sought to revive the Beatles style's pop. The sound of the genre became more established thanks to early 1970s hits by Badfinger, The Raspberries, and Todd Rundgren. Sorry, Todd, if I screwed up your name if you're listening. <laughs> Subsequent artists occasionally drew from the developments such as New Wave, Punk, Glam, Pub Rock, College Rock, and Neo Psychedelia. Alright, quite a storied genre, but we will be playing a lot more modern songs out of it. Steve, do you want to talk a little bit about kind of the modern sort of, I guess, new spin on it? Yeah, so while... These more new power pop bands that are coming out in like the 2010s, 2000s, and even in the 90s, um, they started to fuse it more with emerging genres such as like grunge, uh, punk, and in some cases like emo. Like I know the band Weezer has been described as fusing emo with pop, but um, yeah, and it's starting to become more rooted in, like, DIY ethic, which I find really, really cool. Um, where, like, set up your own shows, book your own gigs, and just, like, play in basements until you can find a friend with Pro Tools to record your first EP, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's very much becoming... Uh, how should I put this? It's becoming a very staple part of DIY, DIY and, like... Uh, it's a little, at first listen, you might be thinking, oh, I'm listening to a band that's kind of pop punk and is a little adjacent to that. And that's kind of not wrong. It has been fused, as Steve put it, with emo and that sort of a deal. Um, 
punk music of the 2000s, 2010s. Um, but we have talked about the genre enough. How about we talk about some of the bands that we will be playing? Steve, would you like to start us off there? Love to start us off with a small <laughs> band from Stroud Gloucestershire, England. Uh, the band Milk Teeth. They were formed in 2013. Um, they put out an EP in 2013 independently. Then they were signed to Hopeless Records in 2015. In that same year, put out their EP Sad Sack. Then released a full-length album in 2016. And then just this year released their second and final album, their self-titled album, in 2020. They broke up um, September 4th this year, and it was announced on Facebook and Twitter, which was very, very devastating for me as I was a really big Milk Teeth fan. And I actually... Dude, I'm sitting over here devastated. I didn't even know that that happened. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Are you uh, kidding? I remember... I just... It was like out of the blue because like they were still like doing stuff on social media, and then one morning it's like, yeah, we're done with this project. Bye. I was Dang. like, because like they have had a lot of lineup changes in the past. The only consistent member being uh, bassist and singer Becky Blomfield. Sorry, Becky, if I butchered your last name. Um, but very devastating indeed. But I do think that. The four EPs and the two albums that they've released are very, very strong. And as we previously mentioned, these guys have mixed elements of power pop with other elements of grunge and punk rock. You can see that kind of grungy sound with songs like Melon Blade and Vitamins that we've or will be in the playlists. Uh, and you can hear some. Did punk. we mention the the whole playlist thing? No, we didn't. Oh, look at <laughs> we, this! This is a solid time to do that. Would you like to segue into that? Yeah, sure. So, if you are <laughs> uh, a longtime Deep Cuts fan, then <laughs> you you will remember that we would, at around a time like this in the show, we would take a listen to the songs that we were mentioning. Now, mm-hmm. since we are in podcast form, that's not entirely something that we can do. So what we are doing instead is we will be releasing a playlist for each episode on Spotify and Apple Music, I believe, are the two that we are going mm-hmm. with. So either one that you use, you can look us up. You'll find I guess, just deep cuts. Um, but also, we will be posting about it very much on the Instagram. At Deep Cuts UC, as always. I was about to mention that um, if you would prefer us to upload to another platform such as YouTube or any other streaming platform, feel free to DM us at Deep Cuts UC on Instagram. Yes. So all of these songs and all these bands that we are talking about will be readily available for you to listen to there, as well as a few bands and artists that we won't go super in-depth on, but are for some further studies, some further listening into the genre, if you are more interested in it. Yeah. Um, that being said, check out the playlist. Um, trying to find where I was... Yeah, so... Brickwork is a good example of fusing grunge, punk, and power pop um, with like a really catchy hook chorus that starts out the song and then it goes into these like punk vocals during the verses and just kind of has that 
grungy sound. Uh, how how else to describe grunge than oh, it's grungy. It's grungy. Yeah, I mean, it is just a. <laughs> it's got downtuned bass. And is a lot what of it says. Distortion, um, and we um, included a more power ballady type song in the form of "Better" off of their self-titled album. Uh, additionally, I included a song called "Stain," which was a one-off single, which uh, kind of has like the emo screams in it, but also still has that catchy hook in it and i think all of these are worth a listen i honestly think that milk teeth milk teeth's catalog is very very slept on if you will as the kids would say (laughs) as the as them hipsters would call it as them hipsters yeah i uh steve actually was the one that who showed me milk teeth i believe it was for our the, best of 2019 episode last year yeah. when I first heard them and I instantly loved them because I really like pop punk and sort of the more, I guess, hook filled sort of tone that power pop brings. So I loved listening to it, which is why I'm devastated now that they're <laughs> broken up. I didn't even know, man. Um, However, their final lineup included the guitar player and drummer for the band Nervous, which is like spelled with a U at the end. Um, I haven't really given Nervous a deep listen, but if any of you guys are yearning for some more Milk Teeth-esque bands, I'd also recommend those guys. I'll have to check it out myself. All right, do we want to go into the next band? I'd love to hear it from you. All right, so this is one that Steve and I, we have been... Very excited to play this band on the show. Uh, sad that it is not in the studio, but hey, that's just how we're going. This is, of course, everyone knows them. Well, maybe not everybody, <laughs> but Remo Drive. You should read the lyrics. Uh, <laughs> we will explain that later. Remo Drive is a band hailing from the great state of one Minnesota, Bloomington, Minnesota, formed in... 2013 releasing their first full-length album in 2017 greatest hits what a funny what a funny goof on those guys parts naming their first album greatest hits surely that would never come back to bite them in the butt (laughs) (laughs) it didn't it didn't (laughs) no yeah we can we could have that discussion (laughs) so remo drive is a band that i absolutely love and same with steve um but they're kind of uh, I shouldn't divisive. say that they're well known for it, but they they have become quite divisive over their last two albums. Uh, I am of the camp that Greatest Hits is in fact their Greatest Hits. Uh, Steve is very firm that their second album is very worth a listen. It's I think it's still worth a listen. I even think uh, Natural uh, Everyday Gre- Degradation being the name of it. I do believe it is worth a listen. I don't think it is better. I think. 2020's Portrait of an Ugly Man is also very much worth a listen. and That's true, yes. I think every single Remo Drive album is on par with each other one. Um, Just in terms of, like, quality. Because it's, like... While I think each one is good for its own reasons, and I think that's what gives Remo its charm, but I can't refute that, like, their pre-streaming era, like... The 2014 demos, the breathe and single, like I love those. I, I just love the sound of those. I understand where the frustration comes from because I think I'd be kind of mm-hmm. aggravated if like 
I don't know, Milk Teeth was doing their thing, and then all of a sudden they did an opera album. Well, yeah, they did a really bad opera album. <laughs> That's the, I don't know. No, yeah, I definitely get your point. Uh, and it is certainly a a wide discussion online and amongst hipster friend groups around the country, around the world. And Remo Drive um, themselves. And even Remo Drive themselves, fa- very famously on Twitter, told people that did not like their second album to, quote, read the lyrics, uh, <laughs> which is something that Steve and I love to joke about to this day. <laughs> whenever there's something that's just, dude, you gotta just read the lyrics, man. You gotta read the <laughs> it'll lyrics. All, it'll, be, it'll be so good. It's gonna make the album so much better, man. <laughs> um, but I, I resisted. I only put one song from Greatest Hits on the list of songs I'd be playing. And I did put... Just to, to really get deep, I put the Neep version of Separate Beds. Woo! Neep, of course, being Natural Everyday Extended Play, which is an EP that they put out after the second album, which has a remix of one of the songs on the album that I think is quite good, quite worth a listen. Um, I put another song on there from their Pop Music EP, which was the first follow-up to Greatest Hits. And a sign of the end times for some, but (laughs) pretty okay. Uh, And then a song off of their newest Portrait of an Ugly Man. Don't sign the epitaph. That's Don't sign epitaph is, I guess, the moral of their story. If your name is Sam, don't go on the label epitaph records. Oh, yeah. They also, if (laughs) they kicked out their drummer after the first album as well, which is another thing that is quite oft cited as their, uh, reason for not being as good anymore but take your own lesson form your own opinion don't just take it from us that's why the, the playlist is there for you guys to give it your own lesson steve would you like to go into your second band oh i'd love to this group is a group called the muncie girls and they hail from exeter england and it is a trio of londa heck dean mccullen and luke ellis um londa plays bass, rhythm guitar, vocals, and multi-instrumentalist. Uh, Mr. McCullen plays guitar, and Mr. Ellis plays drums. Um, they formed back in 2010. Uh, they have released all of their material on a hometown label, Specialist Subject Records. Um, I found this quite interesting when I was digging through, because they're not a bigger, they're not a big band, but they toured in support of Taking Back Sunday and Frank Iero of My Chemical Romance fame. Really? And I was like, whoa. Um, they also shared the stage with uh, folk artist Billy Bragg, which... Yeah, this band continues to wow me. I discovered them by doing a little <laughs> band camp dive of just seeing what I could find one night. and I Absolute classic adventure, those are. <laughs> stumbled upon their uh, newest album, Fixed Ideals, and fell in love with it. And then I was like, man, they really did tour with Frank Iero. Just uh, full of surprises. Um, <laughs> this group kind of fuses that power pop sound with um, the sound of like indie rock and indie in general. A lot of twinkly guitars, a lot of kind of like deeper bass, very melodic voice, and very catchy hooks. All the classics, all the staples of the genre right there. Yeah, uh, the song Pictures of Health I think best describes their sound. Because right when it starts playing, it's just kind of like in your face, very catchy guitar, um, just so good. Yeah, I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. 
Um, I actually have not listened to the Muncie Girls before, so I will be right in there with the camp of hearing the, some new tunes. The Deep Cuts there. fans. Yes. Um, they did a split with a band called the Sandlot Kids, and both of those songs are in the playlist. Um, highly recommend. Um, when I first listened to these guys, it, it was like, hmm, these guys low-key sound like they're from an early 2000s coming-of-age movie, but I think that's what <laughs> makes it brilliant. I Honestly, they are That is a good fantastic. sort of mental, mental picture of the genre there. Uh, an early 2000s coming-of-age movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that does it for the Muncie Girls. Uh, again, can't wait for you guys to listen not only to them, but to Milk Teeth, because I'm just very excited to share these collections of songs w- from these talented artists. Absolutely. So our final band for this here first episode of Deep Cuts is Roswell Kid, named after Roswell, New Mexico, but spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Roswell, New Mexico, of course, being the infamous UFO sighting, um, but this is spelled Roswell with a Z, which, you know, I always thought Roswell, New Mexico was spelled with a Z as well. Uh, <laughs> anyways, they were <laughs> so did they, they were formed in 2011 in West Virginia, so about as far away from New Mexico as you can get. But they they similarly have that kind of twinkly guitar, lots of hooks, fun vocals, all sorts of the the staples of the genre as we have gone over. And they also have quite a few. I don't want to call them comedy songs but songs where if you read the lyrics uh (laughs) then there's there's quite a lot of humor to be had personal favorite song of theirs uh is entitled michael keaton in which it is about the michael keaton batman movie but over some amazing power pop shredding uh powerful vocals all of the stuff that you could want out of the genre but if you don't read the title Birthday Sombrero and think, hmm, maybe there's a little bit of a uh, tongue-in-cheek going on here. It's very introspective. Then, uh, you'll definitely have to listen to it. Yeah, Birthday Sombrero. Quite a... <laughs> I really like the guitar tone. No, uh, <laughs> start giving Fantano reviews of just the titles. Either Die a Hero. <laughs> Deep Cuts in three years is now just... What what is the needle drop, the yeah. the deep drop? We'll work on it. Well, yeah, it's got some workshopping to do, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, there's not. We have talked about the genre quite heavily. Roswell Kids, just another fantastic band within that genre. They're kind of I don't want to say unknown, but if you look at their. Um, average monthly listeners on Spotify, you'll see that they're like a third or less of that, uh, of Remo or of other high profile names within the genre. So I think it'll be an interesting deep cut, if you will, to go go check them out. Heck yeah. Only took us 20 minutes before saying it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a record, honestly. Yes, absolutely. But I think that that is kind of all we've got for, this this day here yeah so some parting words uh follow us on the instagrams at deep cuts you see um stay safe everybody out there oh yes of course be as safe as possible um 
and just during these times, just try and have a blast. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Make what you can of it. This is a very fun genre to try and just have a good time while force the vibe while things are going on in the world. Force the vibe. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, we will then see you in two weeks for the next genre, which, if you want to know it early, is probably going to get announced on uh, the old Instagram. Just maybe. Maybe. (laughs) All right, everyone. We will see you then.